Hey, I'm Melissa. I'm Jam. And I'm a chemist. And I'm not. And welcome to Chemistry for Your Life. The podcast helps you understand and do chemistry at home in your everyday life once a month. Woo! I love this one. It's always one of my favorite ones to record. It's so fun. It just feels like lighthearted, you know? And yes, and this one was kind of crazy. This one was kind of crazy. It was so fun. I also did it. It's, it was one of the shortest and easiest ones to do and one of the most surprising. Yeah. Okay, Jim. So tell me what you did. Okay. So this strange woman dropped off a bag of Lifesavers Winto <laughs> Green. That was me. Without any explanation. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah, it was Melissa. <laughs> and I was instructed to take these uh, mints. They have to specifically be Lifesavers Winto Green, right? I'm pretty sure they may work for some else that has we'll talk about it later but we know for sure winto green works okay and yep you're hearing us right winto green ask last savers about whatever the heck that means yeah why i don't know <laughs> so i took those took them out of the wrapper went to a dark room which in my case one of these ones was our bathroom and took some pliers mm-hmm. got the camera all set up took me a few tries just crushed one of the lifesavers really hard with the pliers all at once. Right. So it made like a very specific, sudden, very fast crack to it. And on the camera, I could see, it was kind of hard for me to watch it and do it at the same time. But mm-hmm. when I played it back, I could see a, a flash of blue light. Yeah. Just, just suddenly, like a, almost like just like a little spark. Quick. Very quick when I crushed it. So I had two, two of the takes I did um, show it. One of them is kind of better than the other, but uh, we'll see how I'll try to see if I can enhance it at all a little bit on my computer mm-hmm. whenever I share the video. But that was it. Yeah. That was basically it. Oh yeah. And lifesavers went everywhere. Little shards of <laughs> lifesaver did go everywhere. Yeah. So. Probably do it in your sink or something. Yeah. Or in like a buck over a bucket or something. And I thought like if you're doing it with a kid or something, maybe have some goggles or glasses or whatever. I was maybe just like, so, yeah. But I also thought well, if you could just snap it in half or something. Mm-hmm. I wonder if that would help instead of it exploding everywhere. Well, I've also heard you can see it if you do it in the mirror and you bite down on it. Oh, okay. But that sounded like it would feel weird on my teeth mm-hmm. and I didn't want to do that. So that's why we did pliers instead. <laughs> yeah. I'm here for that. I don't really want to be chomping on something like a hard candy like that. Yeah. That's really meant to just be savored. Yeah. So. Savored. <laughs> so I was so excited about this experiment that I also did it. Uh-huh. But when I was the one breaking it, I couldn't see it, but I switched places with my husband and he did it uh-huh. and then I could see it really well. And I was so excited and he was excited when I was doing it. <laughs> so yeah, it might be better to have a partner. If you're doing uh-huh. this with your kids, you can be the one that breaks it and then let, maybe let them try. Safety uh-huh. goggles, probably a good idea for a kid for sure. Um, so do you want to know the science behind what happened? Yes, please. I would love to. Okay. So normally you can't see it, but we've talked about a lot that when energy is put into something, it is usually then re-emitted. Mm-hmm. You know, stuff absorbs and re-emits energy a lot. Yeah. So pretty much what you're seeing is when you crush hard candy, and this is true for almost any hard candy, uh-huh. according to, oh, I do want to 
give credit to to this institution, the Oregon Museum of Science and Industry. Okay. They were the one who had a handout about this and explained what was going on. So I knew about this phenomenon, but I didn't know the chemistry behind it. So okay. we'll link to them in our show notes as well. Got it. So the Oregon Museum of Science and Industry put this out and they said that actually most candy, when you chomp down on it mm-hmm. or when you crush it, it emits UV light. Oh, okay. But okay. we can't see UV light. Right. But there is an ingredient in wintergreen mints specifically. I think it's methyl salicylate uh-huh. that gives that minty flavor that will absorb that UV energy and then re-emit it again. Uh, okay. As visible light. Interesting. So to break it down even further, you are basically seeing the energy you put in mm-hmm. come out as light. Wow. So if we could see UV light, we would be seeing this on other things too. Yes. But because we can't, it it has to be a, a specific kind of candy yes. that has that ability to absorb that UV and remit it as visible light. Yes. Wow. That's weird. It is really weird. Man, it'd be crazy if we could see UV and we'd probably see all kinds of things that we can't. I think about that all the time, (laughs) especially when we did the episode about sunglasses and there was that, that material that could be used that can be seen through invisible light, but is solid in UV light. Yeah. Yeah. So weird. Right. I guess that's kind of one of the benefits then of us not. That's true. Being able to see, like if we depended on seeing UV and we, all these glasses we have that help block it would not be good in that case, I guess. That's true. Yeah. That'd be really weird. How could we see UV invisible together? It would be crazy. Yeah, that would be. Anyway, that's off track a little bit. So <laughs> um, that's that's the breakdown. I don't think when you're talking to your kids, unless they're much older, you will need to talk to them about that level. Okay. Uh, but what I would do if I was doing this with a kid is I would ask them, what do you think is going to happen when I break this lifesaver? Mm. Which seems kind of like a silly question to them. They're probably going to be like, it'll get smaller or something, you know, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but have them predict what's going to happen because then they'll be invested in the result. Mm. And then you can do this either way. You can either break the lifesaver in the daylight first and ask them to describe what happened. And they'll say it got smaller or something along those lines, you uh-huh. know, uh-huh. or you can break it in the dark room first. Either way, that's fine. If you do it in the daylight first, and ask them to describe what happened and then go ask them, do you think it would be different in the dark? Mm-hmm. Let's try it out and take them into the dark room, like the bathroom or whatever, turn the lights off and do the same thing. Uh-huh. And then they should see the spark. They'll be, I think really excited. We were really excited and we're <laughs> adults. So <laughs> they'll see the spark and they will probably get pretty excited and you can ask them what was different about that. Uh-huh. You can ask them why they think there's a spark And you should encourage them to make guesses because that's the the scientific mindset that I always talk about, that kids should be able to look at something and make observations and then use their observations to come to a conclusion. It doesn't always have to be right. Uh In science, we're not always right. Right. But they can at least try to practice giving answers. And 
then they can also, if it, they're not right, they can learn that it's okay to be wrong, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wish some of my students in class would be willing to take that risk at making some guesses, even if they might be wrong. Right. So those are good qualities to give your kids or help them practice at an early age. Mm -hmm. After they've made some of those guesses, you can give them a really simplified explanation. Like there's a special ingredient in this kind of candy that lets us see the energy that's being let off or something like that. If you do it the other way, or if you want to go back out into the daylight and crush the candy again, Mm -hmm. you can ask them if they think the spark is still happening and we just can't see it or what that would be another good explanation to help them think about how maybe there are some things going on that we can't always see. So that's another angle you can take. Another angle you can take is breaking other candy and just Mm. seeing if what, if anything lets off that same kind of spark of light. Right. Right. And have your kids maybe make guesses and maybe do something different like a peppermint first and then do the lifesaver. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a lot of ways you can set this up to ask them questions. And if you're having trouble, if they're having a hard time grasping the concept of, oh, okay, we're going to see the energy that we put in being let off as light. Uh A good thing you can reference back to is a flashlight. Mm. So really what's happening when you turn on a flashlight is we're seeing the energy that we're putting in from the batteries. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're doing the same thing. You've got a little wrench or some pliers or whatever, and that's the energy and the spark of light is us seeing the energy with our eyes. Right, right. So those are some suggestions I have to make this a more interactive or to practice growing some of that scientific mindset or that scientific curiosity in your kids. But really, this is just a cool, fun experiment. Mm. Yeah, definitely cool. And I wonder... You could even try like with other lifesaver mints and just see mm-hmm. if it is only that one or not. But yeah, when you're doing other candies too, because we don't even know that we didn't, we just tried the Winto green ones. Yeah. You could maybe even Google, you could do your own true experiment and Google candies with methyl salicylate in them or whatever that special ingredient is. Uh-huh. I think it's methyl salicylate <laughs> and just buy a bunch of different candies and crush them and see which ones spark, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so that could be really fun. Dude. Yeah. This one was really fun. I liked it. And easy. Yes. It cost me $2 to get mints for all of us to use. Even our friend yeah. Leslie was over. She took some too. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so I love this experiment. I think it's a really fun one. It does not matter how old you are. It's just cool. Well, anyway, thanks, Jam. This was really fun. And I would not have done it without having to give you an experiment to do. So (laughs) thanks for giving me the joy of a late night chemistry experiment. Anytime. And if you guys haven't already, check out our um, Instagram TV and the video of me doing the experiment on our different social media channels. so You can see what it looks like, but then definitely try it yourself. Oh, definitely. This episode of Chemistry for Your Life was created by Melissa Colini and Jam Robinson. And we'd like to give a special thanks to E. Robinson, who reviewed this episode.